You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for gambling problems. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible. Imagine waking up to a world that's as clear as your dreams. With Zeiss Smile Technology, this is your reality. At Fichte, Endel, and Elmer Eye Care, our mission is your vision. Conducted by a team of expert surgeons leveraging leading-edge technology, our procedure is safeguarded, swift, and tailored to your eye care needs. Say goodbye to the limits of glasses or contacts. Embrace a world where your vision keeps pace with your life's aspirations. Contact us today at 800-309-2020 or visit us online at ficta.com. At Ficta Endel and Elmer Eye Care, we are focused on you. Stack the money as high as it comes. Put some in mutual funds. funds. Get your trust with the stocks and bonds. Building wealth for my son. My son. Gold bricks by the ton. Yeah. Equity, here we come. Ooh. Getting bread by the buns. Yeah. Power moves on the run. Ooh. This a different type of income. Uh. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get the hundreds and we flip done. Flip. This a different type of income. Different. This a different type of income. Ooh. This a different type of income. Yeah. Get your mind right and get Ooh. some. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Jay Spence the King, and I'm excited. I'm excited to be here with you again. It is Sunday, December 10th. It's a special day. First of all, let me send a shout out to my grandmother. It's my grandmother's birthday. She is turning 82 today. Shout out to that. You know what I'm saying? So first, I just want to start there by saying it's a special day. A very special shout out to my grandmother. 82 years of life and she's still full of life so happy birthday Graham! i love you but another reason why i'm excited is because the buffalo bills the buffalo bills are headed to kansas city to take on the kansas city chiefs and every year it seems like now the buffalo bills and the kansas city chiefs have a rivalry now because it seems like um the nfl makes sure and i know it's different reasons sal put out a great article a while back about the reasoning uh, behind why the Bills always face the Chiefs and why it seems like it's always in Kansas City. Um, so I'll repost that. I think everybody should probably go back and take a read of look at that article and uh, just gain an understanding as to why things play out the way they do. Be assured, 
rest assured that the Kansas City Chiefs are coming to Buffalo in the future. It's not going to be one-sided the way it's been, uh, but there are reasons why we constantly go to Kansas City. But this game, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time, Arrowhead Stadium. It, again, is the CBS game of the week. The Buffalo Bills have had the spotlight on them for the past few games that they've played, and it doesn't change today. It's a monster game. This is a huge matchup. CBS television crew, we got Jim Nance. We got my favorite, Tony Romo, and Tracy Wolfson is the sideline reporter. And uh, hey, the, the line for this one has been some of everywhere. It started off at three-point underdogs for the Bills. It's moved to one, one and a half, back to one. Um, so before you bet, obviously, you want to listen to the show, but you obviously always want to go in Check right before you bet. See what the updated odds are. Who knows? At some point, right before kickoff, the Bills might be favored. The way this whole thing is moving, um, I think people are putting money on Buffalo. I think a lot of people have seen how the offense has improved. And, you know, so we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But, again, the line has moved quite a bit. But the Buffalo Bills opened up, and they come into this game at the moment that I'm recording this pod as an underdog. Um, and, look. They should be. You know what I'm saying? They're six and six. The Chiefs are eight and four. The offense for the Chiefs doesn't look like it normally does, but they still got Patrick Mahomes. They still have Travis Kelsey. And this defense, I'm gonna tell you, this defense is very good. It it's not perfect, but in my opinion, it's one of the best in the NFL this season. And I think that's going to play into uh how Josh Allen performs or what version of Josh Allen that we see. But Let's get to it. You know, I, I mentioned this is a critical game. Uh, we're going up against the reigning MVP and the reigning Super Bowl champions uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the playoffs for the Buffalo Bills. The playoffs start today. I know the playoffs don't start until January. I get it. But let me explain. For those of you who don't know where I'm going with that, the Buffalo Bills cannot afford to lose any more games. Even if they do, if they go four and one, I know there's a slight chance with some help from some teams uh, if they lose or whatever happens. Listen, you do not want to depend on other people losing games for you to get into the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills, when we broke our drought, our 17 year drought, we had to depend on the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Baltimore Ravens. I don't want to be stressed like that in January watching the Sunday night football game to figure out if the Buffalo Bills are back in the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills need to take care of business. They need to make sure that they understand, and I'm sure they do. I'm, I'm saying this for us. They get it. But every game is a must-win game, and the first obstacle in that path to the postseason is the defending Super Bowl champion. So with that being said, let's talk about it. Josh Allen. I don't think there's much to be upset about when you're talking about Josh Allen, especially as of late. Um, and I want to shout out some some of the national media members who have taken a stand and actually said, look, this this narrative about Allen is ridiculous. Uh, Green Greeny from ESPN and obviously Dan Avlowski. And uh, there's a few who come out and they stand up and they let you know, like, look, y'all could talk about these turnovers all you want to. But how about you talk about how Josh Allen has the most touchdowns in history to a certain point? Like he has so many different achievements and so many different accolades. I think it's crazy that we focus in on just the turnovers. I think when Josh Allen doesn't play well, the Buffalo Bills are terrible, terrible. You take Josh Allen off of this team. I bet you I bet you your top dollar. 
<laughs> I bet you your best top dollar that the Buffalo Bills are not six and six or any at all anywhere close to a conversation about the playoffs. That's what I can guarantee you if you are going to take Josh Allen off this team. So the narrative about Josh Allen and what we talk about, the level of appreciation or uh, the level of really the disrespect has to change. You know, so the disrespect and the level of appreciation has to change. We need to respect him more. Not in Buffalo. In Buffalo, obviously, we love him. We love him. But um, look, he's been great. The last couple of games, especially since Joe Brady has taken over, um, he's averaged over 300 yards a game and 92 quarterback rating. It's been fun to watch him do things that Bills fans have grown accustomed to seeing him do. At the beginning of the year, or for the most of the year, I should say, when Ken Dorsey was the offensive coordinator, it looked like they kind of just they handcuffed him. They took some some of the most important things about Allen's game away from him, which turned him into a quarterback that he isn't. He still played well. The numbers still looked good. But anybody watching just saw that something wasn't there. So this week... I need Allen to come out with that energy from the first snap. I don't care if you need to draw up a design run for him to go and run somebody over. I don't care if if it's, you know, getting him in rhythm with a few easy, quick passes to Diggs or or Shakir. I don't care what the plan is to get him in rhythm, but getting Allen in rhythm quickly is going to be uh, imperative. It's going to be one of the most important things for this game. Now, defensively, when you switch it, I understand, right? So I've been on the side of the defense a lot this season. I can't always do it. So what I've been seeing, especially over the last two weeks, now granted, we won the first game that Joe Brady took over, but the second game against the Eagles, you can't use the excuse that the Bills lost the time of possession. You can't use the excuse that the offense didn't look good. You can't use the excuse. You can't use any excuse. When the Buffalo Bills went into overtime, they got the ball. Josh Allen and the offense did not score a touchdown. However, they scored. So you had to stop the offense of the Eagles and you win the game. And it looked like the Eagles had no, you talk about no problem. They had no problem moving the ball with ease down the field. So when that happens, I find it hard to blame Josh Allen. I find it hard to blame him throwing one interception but being responsible for four touchdowns. I find it hard to put any of the blame on Josh Allen when, like Kansas City a few years ago in the 13 seconds game, when Josh Allen walks off the field, he walks off with the lead. And if you want to say, well, Spence, this is all on Coach McDermott, that's fine. He's the defensive coordinator this year, too. So with what I'm saying, it falls right in line to what anybody would say about whether it's a coaching thing, if it's the defense, if it's the offense, whatever. I think the defense has done pretty well this season, considering all the injuries. Considering. But even with doing well, the, the team is being held together by by super glue and duct tape. And I'm saying that respectfully. I'm saying that to say that the Buffalo Bills defense has kept the offense in games that they had no business being in. You go back and you look at that New York Giants game. And if you if if Tyrod Taylor was anywhere, any any like uh, 
even a little bit better as a quarterback. And if they had one, maybe two, really just one weapon that could kind of get open, the Buffalo Bills would have lost that game by a lot. They would have gotten blown out because the offense did nothing. We were able to hold them to nine points. Granted, that last play of the game should have been defensive pass interference against Tehran. It should have been. But again, it's the defense that held those guys to nine points. The offense needs to score more than 14 points. And luckily, over the last two weeks, they've been doing that. So now I need the defense to get back to what they've been doing. Get back to what they've been doing. I like everything that I'm seeing with Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer being used as like a hybrid linebacker slash safety role to where uh, they're closer to the line of scrimmage. I think that's going to play into uh, the type of game that the Chiefs want to play. Now, this season, they don't have a Tariq Hill. They don't have, uh, you know, a bunch of guys. They don't even have Juju Smith-Schuster, who is not a world game changer. But Juju is good. And he's good enough to where he made a big difference on that team. And if you look at the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs now, they do not move the ball the way they were moving the ball before. They just do not have the same type of offense. And what they do, there's a lot of screens. There's a lot of bubble passes. There's a lot of, you know, dig routes and, and slants. There's a lot of plays where Patrick Mahomes is getting the ball to his receivers at or near the line of scrimmage. And if that's the case, I feel good about what our defense is doing right now. But we have to, the, the thing is, the Bills will play a very good defensive game from beginning to end, but then they'll give up big plays here or there, or there will be a drive where it just seems like whatever offense we're playing against will be able to just cut through us like a hot knife through butter. And that, that is something that we cannot deal with. So if you have Josh Allen being this beast, being this amazing beast, you can't get it to the end of the game and then allow Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts to just move down the field at ease, at will. You can't do it. So I'm looking for I'm looking to be disciplined on defense and offense. Against the, the Eagles, the Buffalo Bills had a ton of penalties. Now, I know a lot of people are ticked off about the penalties and the referees. But I'm going to tell you, for me, I'm more upset about the referees missing calls for the Eagles than I am about them making calls on the Bills. If you go back and you watch the game, a lot of those calls, literally 95% of those calls were valid. The Bills were offsides. The Bills were holding. The Bills did pass interfere. The Bills did have stupid plays where they uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. The Bills did, like, all of those things happened. So as much as I was upset about it during the game, I really can't be upset at the refs, aside from the fact that there's a ton of missed calls that they didn't call on the Eagles. Definitely a pass interference call. Definitely have to talk about Josh Allen being thrown down by his horse collar that, that was missed. Got to talk about that. But we have to be disciplined because Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes will always be a threat together when they're on the field together, period, period. 
So let's real quick, let me jump into my three quick points and then we'll get a parlay going and we'll get on out of here so you guys can pregame, get ready to enjoy the day. I'm ready for this game. I'm ready uh, to see Josh Allen. I'm ready to, you know, I'm a fan of Patrick Mahomes. I know that might not be uh, received well with this fan base, but I tell you what, it's it's fun to watch him. And one of the things I do regret is that as a Bills fan, I used to watch Tom Brady and it just was such, such disdain man like i used to hate him <laughs> like, loathe him you know and but i wish i would have watched him more with an open heart and and with my eyes recognizing that you know he truly was the goat and i just wish that i would have been able to watch him more um and appreciated it from a different perspective so i'm not gonna make that mistake with patrick mahomes um he's young enough that i still got a lot of years to watch him play but when he and josh allen go back and forth man i want to watch that and enjoy it so i'm gonna enjoy this game but for me the first point josh allen josh allen i always start off with josh allen here's my quote for the week be the same monster in a different beast now, I don't know if everybody remembers that commercial or knows what that's from, but Kobe Bryant had a commercial back in the day and, and Kanye West was in it. And uh, it was funny, you know, some humor. But this quote is exactly what I need Josh Allen to be. I need you to be the same monster that we always see when you play the Chiefs. For those who don't know or for those who might guess it, in five career games, I'm talking about playoffs and regular season, Josh Allen has a passer rating of 107.8. He averages 276 passing yards. He averages three touchdowns. And he averages less than a half of interception in five games against the Chiefs. That's regular season and playoffs for his career. So what am I saying with that, Spence? You're throwing a lot of numbers out here at me. What is his passer rating and averages and all the stuff you're talking about? Well, the translation is that means he's elite when he plays against Kansas City. So I want to continue, continue to see him be elite. The difference about this, the reason why I'm saying and a different beast is because this year the Bills' backs are against the wall. We're in a must-win situation. We need to win out. And the pressure's on Allen to be nearly, I mean, the pressure's on him anyways. Every week since he's been here, the pressure has been on him to be nearly perfect. But now in order to make the playoffs, we need to be nearly perfect. Look, the division, you can forget that. Miami got that on lock. I don't see the Miami Dolphins uh, caving or folding like they have in the past. It's not happening. So the division is out of the question. Bills fans, we need to be playoff caliber. <laughs> Playoff caliber. That's where we need to be. And now, even with what I'm saying, with the Chiefs offense not being as nearly as dangerous as it's been, I still need Allen to be as dangerous as he's going to be. Don't play down to uh, the new level of, of talent or the game plan that now Andy Reid puts forward just because it's not as explosive. I still need the Bills to be explosive. My goal is I want the Bills to come out. I want to see the Bills dominate early, get up early, and turn the Chiefs into a one-dimensional offense. I just told you that this year the offense doesn't look like... Now, it's still Patrick Mahomes and it's still Travis Kelsey there, but they don't put up the gaudy numbers that we're used to seeing. 
Patrick Mahomes is not out there throwing five touchdowns a game, doing all these trick passes. And, uh, you know, he doesn't have Sky Moore is not the guy that's doing the stuff Tariq Hill was doing. MVS is not that dude. Rice, I like Rice, but Rice still not the player that they need. And that defense is the defense is balling. So I need Josh Allen to be on point. I need him to give me what he gave me in the past five games that he played the Chiefs. But then I need him to step that up just a little bit. Put some funk on it. You know what I'm saying? And get real nasty with this. I need I need these boys to be nasty. My second point is that Kincaid got to eat. Dawson Knox is back from IR. Who knows if he's going to be active today or not. But he's back from IR. But since he's been out on injured reserve, Kincaid has stepped up and he's proven to anybody and everybody that he was worth a first-round draft pick. And every Bills fan should be excited about seeing Allen throw to Kincaid for years to come. You should be excited about it. Every time we play against the Chiefs, we're always nervous about Travis Kelsey, and we should be. I'm going to tell you what, the Bills have their version of Travis Kelsey, and he's young, and he's only going to get better, and Josh Allen is only getting better. Our window is not closed, fans. Bills Mafia, our window is not closed. I understand that there's been a lot of stuff in the news lately, and I understand that the record this year doesn't feel as good as it did in years past because we're 6-6 six and six and we're in the hunt versus uh, winning the division. But there's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot to be optimistic about, and Dalton Kincaid is one of those things, one of those people. So my only concern with this when it comes to Kincaid is that with Knox being back, I don't want Joe Brady to overthink this thing and try to force this 12 personnel or force Knox back into the lineup and take snaps or take opportunities away from Kincaid. Because Kincaid deserves to be tight end one. I know that Knox's contract says differently. I think Knox is a very good player. And I want him involved, but not at the expense of taking away targets from Dawson Kincaid. If anything, give Kincaid a couple more targets. Hell, take some take some targets away from Davis and give some to Shakir and give some some to Knox and actually bump up a couple more for Kincaid. I want I want the order of targets to be Diggs, Kincaid. I'm being nice here, but I'll say Gabe. Then you throw in Shakir and you throw in Knox. But Kincaid should absolutely be the second. Did I say that? I said that wrong. But y'all know what I meant. Gabe should be after Kincaid. Anyway, my last point before we get on out of here, we're going to do uh, my parlay. We're going to get it going. Y'all know I try to make some extra bread for you. But my last point is put up or shut up. No, not put up or put up and shut up. Over the last week and a half, two weeks, the Buffalo Bills have been in the media almost nonstop. Von Miller had a had a warrant out for his arrest. His fiance called the police on him for a domestic violence charge. We've talked about it. I've given my opinion. I've given my feelings on it. I'm not going to do it again. Coach McDermott, last week, an article with Ty... First of all, shout out to Ty. 
very good journalism, very good work, very well put together. I know there's a lot of people upset for different reasons. Uh, check out the code of conduct this week. I will be interviewing Ty exclusively about this article, about everything, about the interviews. I'm going to ask him all the questions that, you know, a lot of you want to know. I've, I've been seeing most people say, OK, I get it. Even if all this stuff is true, what about the time? Why the timing? I'm going to ask him. So check out Code of Conduct this week. I will be talking about this article about Coach McDermott. Uh, but the point is, Coach McDermott has been in the news, too. And his bad analogy of the 911 communication and, and teamwork and all this stuff. The best way to shut everybody up is to put up. So, coach, call your best defensive game of the season. Vaughn, last year, you closed the game out in Kansas City. You iced the game by putting pressure on Mahomes, forcing that interception to Johnson. I'm going to tell you, it would behoove, <laughs> it would behoove Vaughn and Coach McDermott to have a similar showing and impact on the outcome of the game. Dominate. Dominate. That's what's needed. Go ahead and dominate. So all in all, I'm going to go here with it. I think the Buffalo Bills are going to win. Um, I, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a, a, a defensive matchup. It's not going to be one of those games where it's going to be uh, 40 to 40. It's going to be some scoring, though. It's going to be some scoring. You're going to have moments where you're going to be disappointed in the Bills' defense, but you're going to have a lot of moments that you're going to be proud of them for what they're going to do to Patrick Mahomes. I think the Bills are capable of doing what's necessary to make the playoffs. It's just about doing it. Bad coaching decisions, sloppy play, penalties. You got to clean all that up. You do not win in the NFL with that being the recipe for your team. But when you got Josh Allen, there's always a chance to win and there's always a chance to compete. So with the Bills fighting for their lives this week, I'm thinking they're going to come out on top. I'm thinking they're going to come out on top. They have to. Their backs are against the wall. And in life, you either need inspiration or desperation. I'm hoping that the Bills have found the desperation that they need to turn this season around. That's what I'm hoping. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza, shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. It's time for the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay segment presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Let's make some money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. All right, y'all. Now, y'all know when y'all hear them chings and rings and things that that means it's the King's Ransom Same Game Parlay presented by DraftKings. And every week this season when we do the pregame rumbling show, I team up with my people over at DraftKings and we put together this King's Ransom Same Game Parlay and we throw it up on the app and we throw it up on the website. So you can just jump over and you can just grab it. Just click it and uh, place your bets. You don't even have to build it yourself. 
Now, this is not guaranteed money. I have not been perfect this season, but I've been pretty doggone good. I've, I'm gonna just tell you, I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. I've been making money on other teams this year. So you might wanna mess with me, you know what I'm saying? You might wanna check it out. So let's get to it. I'm gonna go with this one, plus 700 odds. We're gonna say over a half of interceptions thrown for Patrick Mahomes, meaning just at least one turnover, one interception for Patrick Mahomes for the first leg. Second leg, over 24 and a half Josh Allen completions. I told you Josh going to be that dude. Over 24 and a half Josh Allen completions. And then 50 plus James Cook rushing yards. So again, for plus 700 odds, you're going to get a Patrick Mahomes interception or more. You're going to have more than 24 and a half Josh Allen completions. And we're going to have 50 plus James Cook rushing yards. And I'm going to tell you, you need to let James Cook cook. I don't know if everybody's been paying attention to what Cook has been lately and how he's been performing, but James Cook has not had, out of the last seven games, he's gone over 50 yards, five of them. So I think you need to pay attention to um, just how good James Cook has been. I think you need to pay attention to the, the dent in the armor that the Kansas City Chiefs do have defensively. They're a very good defense, but defensively, when they, when it comes to Stopping the run, they struggle. Uh, they, they've had a few games where they've given up big yards to teams, and I think the combination of Josh Allen, James Cook, and then whichever other running back is active for the game, you will see, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping that we get my man Touchdown Lenny uh, to be active. I need to see him in the Bills uniform really put in some work. Same thing with Josh Allen. Uh, if, you look at, if you look at his numbers, there hasn't been many games where Josh Allen hasn't gone over 25 completions. Uh, there's been a couple, but for the bulk of the season, he's hit that 25 completion number and he's done it easily several times. And uh, with Patrick Mahomes, I, I look at him the same way I look at Josh. Patrick Mahomes is going to do amazing things. He's going to uh, put the ball in places that only his guy can catch it, but he'll also take chances at times because he's so talented. So a lot of times you'll get an interception just because he's taking a chance and uh, he believes in himself a little bit more than he should in that moment. So one more time, plus 700 odds over 0.5 Patrick Mahomes interceptions thrown over 24 and a half Josh Allen completions and 50 plus James Cook rushing yards. And y'all know how we do it, man. It is that time. We're going to get on out of here. I need everybody to enjoy your day. Y'all love each other. Take care of each other and live in peace. And as always, stay positive. Test negative. Go Bills. Oh.